This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Welcome to another edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, and today we are discussing an issue that I have feared for many, many, many years, and that is the idea that someday Major League Baseball would have radical realignment where the Mets and the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Phillies share a division. Now, I want to make something clear. For the 2020 season, I'm up for anything. Anything that gives us baseball in 2020 is fine. So this discussion is not about 2020. It's not about getting a season in. It is about the long-term future. And I'm joined by two diehard baseball fans. One is a Yankee fan. One is a Met fan. And both of these gentlemen, for some reason, as we'll learn today, are in favor of radical realignment. First, he's kind of been a regular on the Evan Roberts podcast. He's a wrestling historian. And that would be at DHAP show, Dennis Holden. Dennis, thank you so much for coming back, even during these unfortunate circumstances of you being so wrongheaded. <laughs> Evan, thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate it. This uh, <laughs> other gentleman I have argued with uh, for many years on Twitter, very obnoxious Knicks fan, but more than that, an obnoxious Yankee fan. His name is AJ. You can follow him on Twitter at Juice33NYC. AJ, thank you so much for joining me on the Evan Roberts podcast. I appreciate it. It's truly an honor and a pleasure to be with both of you tonight. I'll start with you, AJ. Why do you want to room baseball by having (laughs) a a super division of the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Phillies, the Mets? Why do you want that? I don't get it. First, let me say this whole radical realignment is not something that I had given a lot of thought before. Okay. Okay. But with the ideas being thrown around on how to get the baseball season started in 2020, it got me thinking, like, yes, this would be a tremendous idea going forward. A, everybody, including yourself, you still love interleague play. I never said that. I never, ever said that. You do. And you love having the pitchers hitting. (laughs) You love seeing the Mets pitchers hit and all that great stuff. But in my personal opinion, and – I follow other sports, obviously, in hockey with the Islanders and Rangers. There are a lot of people that would love to see these rivalries build and develop. And I'm looking at it from the standpoint of purely like when the Yankees and Mets play, whether four or six games a year, it's literally a week of listening to nonsense back and forth in the radio between the fans discussing, you know, who's got the bragging rights and everything else. Then it's over with. Essentially, unless you want to buy into the whole aspect that losing a game in July is going to mean something for you down the stretch, 
the games literally don't have any more pizzazz anymore. And that really, for me, ended after the 2000 World Series. So what better way to rejuvenate a rivalry that never was, right? Right. By having these teams compete in a division for something greater than just a week of bragging rights where you're actually going to play each other and fight for a division, considering the fact that you're not just playing each other, but you're also including the Red Sox, and you're including, obviously, some of the Met rivals with the, with the uh, Phillies and the Nats, potentially. I think that would be an unbelievable 162-game season. All right, before I go piece by piece destroying everything you said, <laughs> Dennis, Dennis is a Met fan, and I know at some point this would become like this Met-Yankee argument, but you are a Met fan, and you want this too. Why? Is it for the same reasons AJ was giving? Yeah, because, you know, it's funny because I was just thinking about the NHL this year and the Rangers played the Islanders, what, only a handful of times this year, and they only played each other a couple of times, like, over the course of, like, a week. And throughout 82 games, a full season, you get, like, a couple of days of Rangers-Islanders. With the Mets, like, I want to play my rivals. I don't want to play random teams out west. I don't want to play teams in the central. I want to play the teams I want to play, and I want to play them over and over and over again. I want to build those rivalries. I want the division to mean something. Like, I have a whole idea of how I want the league to look. I want to add a couple of teams. I want to make it look a little bit more like football. I know, you know, we may may not get there, but I like the idea of playing the teams in your division. The way I would do it, I would set it up with 18 divisions. And you just, that's where you play most of your schedule. And, and you really kind of fight it out there. Give me the Yankees. Give me the Red Sox. Uh, keep the, keep the Phillies. Uh, keep the Nets. Uh, I think there's a way to do it. Um, and I think baseball is one of those sports that's built on rivalries and it's built on local rivalries. And there's no mm-hmm. reason not to do it. Well, exactly. th- th- there's a lot of reasons. Let me start with one. One of the romantic things about baseball, one of the charming things about baseball is its tradition and its traditions of the leagues. Now, I understand that barrier has been ripped down over the last few decades. They no longer have different uh, presidents. You know, the umpires have now been unified instead of there being NL umpires and AL umpires. And I do understand that someday guys like AJ will get their wish that there will be a DH in the NL as well. But there is still something special about an American League team facing a National League team in the World Series. Mm. Now you're going to make it about geography. You're going to make it where we could see a Met Dodger World Series or a Yankee Angel World Series. And I got to tell you, that takes something away from the World Series. A part of the charm of the World Series is the fact that these two teams usually don't see each other very much. And you can maybe hearken back to, oh my God, these teams played in the 1920 World Series. This is a rematch. Things like that. And you're just destroying that. You're just eliminating that. You're saying that tradition doesn't matter. And if you call yourself a baseball fan, how can you say tradition doesn't matter, AJ? I think tradition matters, but the bottom line is you're talking about something that essentially from 1997 forward has kind of taken that whole myth out of the whole picture. Like for me growing up watching Don Mattingly in the all-star game facing Dwight Gooden, that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Even in spring training, it was, it was a lot of fun seeing Don Mattingly face Fernando Valenzuela in the all-star game because you never saw it. But with these games, especially with some of the games that you play during interleague that are completely meaningless, 
Like when the Yankees play the Arizona Diamondbacks, I don't give a damn about that team. I could care less. Yeah, we lost them in 2001. Wonderful. Yeah, great. Those games mean nothing. There's no zip in those games. And I'm sure for many of these teams now that have their own TV networks, whether it's the Yankees with the Yes and the Mets with SNY, think about the ratings for those games. And I know you don't care about this, Evan, because you're a purist. But that's how you make money. Obviously, you get people to watch the games. But, you, the games, but, but AJ. All of a sudden, AJ. all these things mounting up. You're talking about meaningful games. You but you're going to drain. Playing in a pennant race I understand. But, but hold on a second. You're going to drain it. So when the Mets and no. the Yankees played for the first time in 1997, it was special. Yep. They played again yeah. in 98. It was still kind of special. 99-2000, you make a good point. They play in the World Series. It takes a lot away from it. What really also right. took a lot away from it is they're playing six times every year. So the Subway Series, to your initial point, doesn't mean that much anymore. A part of that is because they play so often. So now yeah, you want the them to play don't have any times. Yeah, but there's no weight. But the Yankees and Red Sox, when they're both great, they play 18, 19, right? And, this, and the game still means something. You get fired up. Like, I watch Yankees-Red Sox. There's a different feeling to those games than Yankees-Orioles and Yankees-whatever, That's the teams that are garbage, Detroit. The bottom line is, right now especially, you're talking about a, a, a league that has the longest season. It's six months, okay, 162 games. You want to fill the ballparks, especially when you're having two New York teams battle for a pennant in the same division. But it's a cheap way to do it. But it's a cheap way to do it. If you're good, you're going to pack the park anyway. You know that. You're a Yankee fan. But the games games are just not. Like, look, when the Yankees played the Orioles and they hit a shit ton of home runs, I'm sure, hopefully I can curse here. When they hit a shit ton of home runs with Glaber Torres, and it it was like a circus. Yeah, but but bro, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, can I counter this? It was a circus because the Orioles are historically bad. That's why it was bad. So that could happen if it's Mets-Yankees too. If the Mets are a 110-loss team, you're going to get the same thing. So using that as an example is not fair. But I'm using it as an example because both teams, A, are competitive. B, are spending money like big market teams. I mean, I know you hate the Wilpons and everything else, but consider them as opposed to the Orioles and what they do with their organization. You know, you're talking about teams that consistently try to win year in and year out, right? The Phillies try to win. The Nats try to win. You have all these teams competing. Think about the races. Well, but, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bro, so then why don't you just have payroll divisions based on that logic? Because you're only thinking. It just so happened to work that way. Well, in this division, it does. What about the other right. divisions? Well, I mean, we're talking about radical realignment, so let's talk about the other divisions. If you want to talk about that, I'm simply talking about our teams that are being affected, right, by potentially having this realignment. But it's a short. But it's no, no, no. But it's a short-sighted thing to say. Well, the Yankees spend a lot of money. The Red Sox spend a lot of money. The Orioles have been crappy for the last few years. Not before that, they actually made the playoffs a bunch of times. But it's a short-sighted thing to look at recency and say, "Oh boy, wouldn't this division be great?" It's really not, because in all honesty, the Major League Baseball is always trying to create ways to make their seasons important. It's a long season. It's not the NFL, right, where you can't lose two or three in a row. In in Major League Baseball, you see guys like the Yankees last year had passed their team out, and they still won over 100 games. I think it's tremendous to have an opportunity to have, again, I'm dealing as as a Yankee fan. If you want to talk about the rest of the, you know, the rest of baseball, let's do it. But in terms of having a, a division that's so competitive with 
teams that are on the come with the Mets right now, they're on the come right now. Everybody knows they're getting better. They have some really good young talent. Guys are like Alonzo. They're becoming big stars. Think about Alonzo facing Garrett Cole and Judge facing DeGrom in big games nah, down short the stretch in season. Short-sighted. That is not. It's a you're talking about these. You're talking about this current Met team and this current Yankee team and saying game. how Listen, cool would that be? What about 15 years from now? But let me ask you this. In the last 23 years of Yankees Mets, yes, I, I get it. You know, I'm sorry. You know, however many you know years you want to go back, I don't even care how many years we talk about. But the last, let's say, ten years, okay? Let's say ten years. How many of those years, as good as the Yankees have been, and as bad or mediocre as the Mets have been, those games are relatively oh. competitive, right? Are they, they not? They play because they only play six times a year or four yeah, but, times a year. Now you want to make it nineteen yeah. times a year. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. I keep going back to the same thing. You're trying to increase the value of the seasons in Major League Baseball. Uh, you know why what? I'm sick. So I'm sick of hearing you talk. Dennis, jump in. Say why, something. Why do the Yankees and Mets play six times then? Why do they play so often? Well, be a cheap way. A cheap way to add money. A cheap way to have right, some sellouts. Right. A cheap way to have a little bit of a bump in you know TV ratings in the middle of June or July. I know why they do it, and I think you cheapen it even more by having it 19 no. times. Dennis, go ahead. Uh, I feel like the stepfather. I feel like I'm the mediator in the situation right now, <laughs> although I'm on AJ's side. But listen, uh-huh. over the years, baseball has always been changing. They've changed the, ball, the ballpark dimensions. There's been turf. They're bringing turf back in Miami and Arizona. There were four strikes. They moved the mound back. They moved the mound up. They moved the mound down. 45 years ago, they added free agency in the DH. Now they're, they've changed the ball. There's three batters for every relief pitcher or whatever. Baseball is changed. And I feel like I'm James Earl Jones in uh, Kill the Dreams <laughs> right now. But, like, as much baseball changes with the times. And I feel like, listen, I don't, th- I don't want to radically change the game. Yeah, I'm for the D- universal DH because the National League is the only league of the world that doesn't have the DH. Yeah, I'm for some of these other changes. Other changes I'm not a fan of. But if you don't make changes, you, you're, you risk, you know, being coming stagnant with the times. And baseball is already – Probably the third sport nationally now. I think basketball's probably surpassed it. So mm. I, I love baseball. I was up at one in the morning watching Korean baseball, and I was so disappointed <laughs> there was a half an hour rain delay. Uh, so there's always going to be changes. There's always going to be things that happen. Um, yeah. But but to parrot off what AJ was saying, I want these Met Yankee games to matter. Uh, I yeah. know <sighs> it's I know it's you know a pipe dream. I don't know if it'll, it'll happen beyond this year yeah. to get baseball this year. But I love the idea of you know, facing, you know, if there was an eight-team division and you face eight, each team 15 times, that's what, don't make me do math, that's 120 games. So you're mainly, you know, that's, you're really kind of doing intra-league play. So rather than having two leagues, you have four divisions where you come out of that, then you get to face those random teams and you get those unique matchups. It's a little bit of a different way of doing it. Um, and it'll take some adjustment. But, but, but Dennis, you know, Dennis, to, you make a good point about all the ways baseballs have changed. Baseball has changed over the last hundred years. You're right. You know, whether we're talking about divisions and wild cards and interleague play and the three batter minimum and pitch counts and the DH, there's a million different things that have changed. You're right. But one thing that has stayed constant is this is, yeah, you've had the Astros change leagues. I get it. And the Brewers, you've had those two. And you've had expansion. But you haven't had anything radical when it comes to the leagues. And I think there's a reason for that. Because if you can change a million different things, 
But that specific thing, I think you want to hold sacred. And I ask you this. I ask both of you this. Do you think that me and you and all of us listening who are probably Met Yankee fans getting off on a Met Yankee rivalry of 19 games, which is great. Yeah, people are excited. How does that help the game grow nationally? It's a localized sport, and this just makes it even more localized. The NFL and the NBA are national as hell. People care about the national picture. Your idea, while certainly will create more interest in the city of New York, which already loves its baseball, how is it helping the game grow nationally? So here's my problem with what you're saying. You're talking about a sport right now, again, in Major League Baseball, where all these teams, well, not all, most of the successful teams have their own network. The Yankees, the Mets, we talked about. Even the Orioles, right? We blast them. They have their own Massive. network. Yes. The Red Sox. All these teams have their own. They're, they're making money. That's the bottom line. As opposed to the NFL, where they all go into a pot. Obviously, they're on you know, Channel 5. They're on Fox. They're on CBS and ESPN. All those games. It's a very different sport. You can't compare the two in that way. But I will say, how will you, com- how will you compare or, you co- I'm sorry, compete nationally? By creating a tremendous race to see who's going to win the division, who's going to win the pennant with rivalries. Because I go back, listen, hockey, you can want to, you want to poo-poo the sport and say it's not anywhere near baseball and, and basketball and football. That's fine. But the great thing about hockey is the playoffs. And you have all this tremendous competition between the Islanders and Rangers in the same division since I can remember. Since I was growing up, there was a rivalry with the Rangers. Why? Because they play all the time. They play in the playoffs. They have so much competition between them that even when the teams aren't that great, there's meaning to the games. So it creates that opportunity for not only when they're good to have races down the stretch, but you know to have meaningful games to play. God you know, knows how many times the Islands have been bad, but those games have always meant something. There's a rivalry there. There's a hatred. You want to create those again. And you can't because... You play in the Arizona Diamondbacks. You play in, you know, some of the teams that you don't care about. Like a lot of teams that, A, they can't compete, and B, you don't have anything to do with them. There's no, there's no reason to care about the games. You know they're going to win two out of three, and you move on to yeah, the next. You you're using the Diamondbacks as an example when the teams in your division, you are playing 19 times, and there is a bit right. of a history and a rivalry with the teams that are currently in the Met division and in the Yankee division. I know the Orioles are bad thing. now, but you used to here's be rivals thing. with them when they were good. I remember growing up, and the Yankees had in their division Milwaukee and Detroit and Cleveland. Those teams were in the AL East. I, I when understand. I was a young kid, I was watching that. So, I mean, again, those games, I remember playing Kirk Gibson and, you know, those teams in Detroit. And so how does this prove like, your oh, point? Please. This doesn't prove your how point. How does it prove? It doesn't. It proves well, my change point. Change always happens. It's, it's <laughs> the way it is. I mean, again, you always try to find something that works. Obviously, baseball is constantly trying to, you know, change things up to see if they can garner more interest during the season, whether it was the All-Star game, whether it was... Well, no, no, no. Terrible example, because they changed the divisions because there were so many teams that they wanted to add three divisions in each league and have a wild-card team. They didn't alter the leagues completely. They altered the divisions a little bit. I'm saying they're trying to change things, whether it's adding things here and there to to gain more interest in their regular season. It's cheap. I can tell you how many times I've talked to people. I love baseball. I grew up playing. I watched it. There are so many people that are bored to death of watching Major League Baseball during the regular season. It's so long. The games, like I said, the season is very long. The games are long. And it's you, you're constantly seeing things evolve because they're trying to get more people to watch. 
So what's the harm in creating rivalries within divisions with teams that have, you know, that opportunity, whether it's the Yankees, Mets, Phillies, all those teams. And then you look at other throughout all of baseball, there's other teams that can, you can create rivalries with. We can cover it if you want, but again, I'm looking at it from the standpoint as a Yankee fan. I would love to play the Mets 15 times a year, the Phillies. I'm thinking about how it's going to be fantastic in September watching Garrett Cole against the Grom in a game that means something. Go ahead, Dennis. And I think that's what we like to, to AJ's point. You build those rivalries with the Mets in the '80s. You know, they had those rivalries with the with the Dodgers and the Cardinals, more so the Cardinals. Uh, that were in their division at the time and in the 90s with the Braves in their division and the Phillies in the division and Florida slash Miami in the division and now Washington. Those are the rivalries. I think you're able, you have an ability to kind of manipulate the rivalries based on the division or playoff matchups. Like when mm-hmm. you think of the Colts and Patriots, they, they're not exactly uh, local or, you know, regional rivals by any capacity, but they met in the playoffs enough years, you build a rivalry. Same thing with yeah, the exactly. Bowls. Same thing with all these different sports. I can see them in hockey all the time. So I think there's yep. an opportunity where if the Mets are in the same division as the Red Sox, or, you know, uh, there wouldn't be Tampa, uh, let's say Baltimore. I think, you know, listen, Baltimore is it, a beautiful ballpark. Orioles have a ton of history. Yeah, I'd be down for a I get, rivalry. Bro, the hell I, I understand that any team in your division to AJ's point, to your point, and to my point, is going to be your rival. If you're competing with the Detroit Tigers for the American League East, they're going to be your rival, whatever decade it is. If you're competing with the Marlins for a division, they're going to be your rival. There's no need to change it because all you guys are recommending is, boy, Mets-Yankees would be fun. Boy, Mets-Yankees would be great. Well, 90% of the, okay, 90% of the other teams are going to serve no benefit from it. You think the Marlins and Rays battling for God knows what is going to matter? How does it change things for the Pittsburgh Pirates? Maybe it does matter. Maybe it does matter. Who knows? They draw 7,000 people for Rays Marlins. The Marlins have never even won a division, but they've gotten two world championships. What does that mean? What's the the point? It's not the same thing because the Yankees, first off, the baseball towns themselves, you look at the markets, it does matter, the markets, the fans, they show up. But AJ, 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 my point is radical realignment has this grandiose effect on the Yankees and Mets. Oh, my God, they're going to be battling. Other teams, too. The Cubs and White Sox, the Dodgers and Angels. What else? Is it going to affect the Diamondbacks? Is it great for them? Is it great for that? Great for the Mariners? Great for the Marlins? Great for the Pirates? Great for the Blue Jays? The Expos ain't walking through that door. Great for the Twins? Great for the Tigers? I'll go on and on. Dennis, Dennis, I want to tell you something. I'm going to say it right now. I know why he doesn't want to do this. Why? I want to know why. He's scared yeah. shitless to play the Yankees 15 times. Well, look, look, Without listen, a doubt, listen. Evan Roberts, you can say it right now. Listen, he wants nothing it's to part do of with it. playing the Yankees. You 15 want my, times re- here. you want, okay, there's a lot of things about it. If we're just looking squarely at Mets, Yankees, <laughs> I'll rank them. You want me to rank them on the things yeah. that I hate? Number one, and you don't have to believe me. But the number one reason I don't want the Mets and Yankees in the same division is tradition. I am a geek for the history of this sport. I love the history of the World Series. I love the coolness of an AL team taking on an NL team. I'm going to tell you something crazy. I'm going to tell you something nuts. Remember the year the Mets got to the World Series in 2015? They played the Royals. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? Okay. No, no, I don't. Okay. 
I remember that. In the first round of the playoffs, the teams that the Astros and Blue Jays were playing, I'm sorry, that the Royals and As- uh, Blue Jays were playing were the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. I did not want to face the Astros in the World Series. Not because of Jose Altuve or Chris Carter, who was on that team, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> but because it would have been weird for the Mets and the Astros who played each other in the freaking NLCS in 1986 to play in a World Series. I'm such a geek for the history of the oh, game God. that I didn't want them there for Terrible. that one this... reason only. That and was the reason. Come clean. Come clean. Well, I'm, <laughs> hold afraid. on. Fellas. You're afraid. Fellas, I'm coming clean. I'm giving you my God-honest number one reason. Number two. Number two. I'm yeah. scared to death of sharing a division <laughs> with the New York Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> but yes but yes i admitted that did i not just admit that yes you did I'm i very swear proud on cy young and christy matthewson that is my second reason my first yeah. reason is tradition it means a lot to me it's why i right. scream and yell well, about the designated that, you can live with that first reason being cast aside you can't live with seeing the yankees 15 times a year that would drive you completely insane well, you would not be able to sleep You'd be doing a ton of 2 a.m. podcasts because you'd lost <laughs> to the Yankees again. There'd be so many things happening in your life that you wouldn't, you know, Jet would want to play catch and you're like, oh, I got to play the Yankees side, Jet. I can't do it. You know, there's too many things that get in the way of Evan Roberts' daily routine when it comes to the Met games that having to see the Yankees 15 times potentially a year would destroy you. It's, and it's... I understand that. Listen, I am an Islander. I'm a diehard Islander fan. Those Islander Ranger games – Take a piece of me every single time. <laughs> I hate the Rangers with a passion. And when they play, I don't care what the situation is. I feel like it's a playoff game every time. And I'm living and dying with every shot, every save, every penalty, every fight. So call me whatever you want. I would love to see that translate into developing rivalries for the Yankees and the Mets, for the Yankees and the Nats even, for the Phillies. There's a lot of opportunity there to create more excitement for the long season that is Major League Baseball, 162 games in six months. Long All right, season. So, so Dennis, as a Met fan, okay, I admitted it's second on my list. I mean, I'd be a fool not to admit I'm afraid of the Yankees. The Yankees have been far superior to the Mets 98% of my life. I mean, we can go through the numbers. They're overwhelming. For you as a Met fan, does that scare you? Are you scared of sharing a division no. with the Yankees? No, because I'm a Jets fan, and we've lost the division 25 <laughs> years in a row to the Patriots. So I, I, I have nothing to be scared of. I, 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 listen, with, with great, you know, you put the more you put into the middle, the more you have a chance to win. And I think, right. you know, we already, you know, we already get our, our brains beaten in by the Yankees more often than, you know, I care to, you know, care to admit. But you know what? If we're if we had a chance, if we won the division over the Yankees, yeah. how freaking cool would that be? You know what yeah. I mean? If we, if we won a playoff series over the Yankees, how amazing would that be? Yeah, seventeen yes. series, you know, in, in in the South Bronx and in Queens. Yeah, it's been twenty yep. years since we had that. How cool would that? be? No, you know what'd be cool. You know what'd be cool. What'd be cool would be just winning. Period. I don't have to beat the Yankees. I don't have to beat them. I just want to win. Like, why does so it matter? But here's the you know thing. what's funny. You may mention yep. of like of Miami and all these different teams, and you're like, you know what? Who's Miami's rivalry now? By changing things, well, like with Miami and Seattle, it whatever. Affect them. 
It, it doesn't, doesn't affect, affect them. them. And it, it doesn't no. affect them in the negative. It may affect them in the positive. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree, fellas. It doesn't affect them in the negative. Here's my there's a lot of different points to this, but when you talk about what baseball needs, that's why I fight back because I don't think mm. it's doing that much for baseball nationally. That's all. Would mm. it do a okay. lot for the Mets and the Yankees and for the local networks of SNY and yes? I don't dispute that people will be interested and that attendance would be up and the ratings would be up. But those are two teams. You know, and right. yes, Cubs, but, White Sox, if you want to throw that in, but, but what, what does it let do me for you, most of the league? Let me, let me, let me ask you a question, though, Evan, seriously. You still have the Dodgers, correct, in, in another division and some other teams that have history, whether it's the Giants, the Dodgers, things of that nature, Braves, uh, you know, exactly, right. you know, if you want to see them play the Dodgers. You know, there's, you look at some of the World Series over the last however many years, what's the best rated World Series? What are some of the World Series that people want to see? I guarantee you, who's Yankees Dodgers last year? The ratings would have been much higher than what they had, what they wound up having. I mean, again, the Nets Astro series, tremendous series, seven game series, great pitching. You know, you see well, some Yankees of the Yankees Dodgers has great American League versus NL tradition. So, isn't that right. my point that but I've been making? Thing, you could still, but you could still have that. Is my point with having a much more fierce regular season with the bigger you know, the bigger markets, and you're talking, yeah, you want to put the high payrolls on one division? No, I'm not saying that. But I do think that even when the Yankees play the Mets who are mediocre, there's a lot to it for fans. You don't but think... I, my, personal, my personal opinion, this is something that I also want to say to you, Evan, because Evan thinks I hate the Mets. I want to develop hatred for the Mets. I so badly wish that I cared about the games that they played because essentially it's six mm-hmm. games or four games, and that's it. It's over. For me, it's on to the next. I would love to have that rivalry like I have with the Islanders and Rangers or the Jets and the Pats, you know, those types of things, the Knicks and the Nets, Evan, your freaking Nets. I hate them to death. Why? Because we're in the same division. We're competing for the same thing. Well, first of all, the Knicks and Nets are not competing for the same things, okay? The Knicks are competing <laughs> for lottery <laughs> balls. It's, it's my, it's, as far as my perspective as a fan, essentially, yes, we both suck, or you suck this year only because you have guys out. But in terms of this situation, the way it's set up, the Nets and the Knicks could develop a tremendous rivalry when both are good. When the Yankees and Mets are good, what does it matter? But but AJ, AJ, the thing about, but but, but here's the difference, because I know what we have in the NBA and what we have in the NHL and what we have in the NFL and what we have in baseball. There never were separate leagues in the NBA, in the NHL. It was always geographic. You had the Milwaukee Bucks in the Western Conference for a while, the Chicago Bulls in the Western Conference. And as Mm -hmm. the game grew, obviously conferences or the, the map of NBA teams grew, the conferences changed. There is a history to the AFL and the NFL, what became the AFC. There is a history between the NL and the AL. It matters. Once you erase that line, that is a huge, huge thing, and I'm surprised. I think people are ready for it. I think people are ready for it, Evan. What, I think you, a lot of people are ready for it. Do you guys not think when, and I get Astros Nationals. I mean, what's that? The Astros used to be a National League team. But when the L.A. Dodgers are facing the Boston Red Sox in a World Series, these two iconic franchises, like two chips passing in the night, they never face each other outside of a couple of stupid interleague games. You didn't mm-hmm. think it was kind of cool to see Dodger yes. Stadium and Fenway Park, that the, the iconic... Yes. Dr- so why would you yes. want to eliminate that? I'm not eliminating that. Yeah, I'm you are. That. The spe- no, no, I'm not. It, it's special that they played in the World Series, and now 
it's kind of gone because there are no leagues anymore. It's, it's all geographic. Here, here's what I'm going to tell you, and, and, and I'll say this again. The only games that are special, like you said, are the World Series games. Like if the Yankees and Mets play each other in, you know, in the interleague, those games mean nothing, right? All those games in the playoffs that we play against the Indians are obviously, you know, those rivalries are developed over the course of time. The Yankees have lost to the Indians. You know, they've beaten them. There's a lot of different things that develop when the games matter. So I'm just trying to say, again, for the last time, I'll say, the Yankees and Mets <laughs> play meaningless baseball games in a season that most fans are, you know, that are not diehards, are bored by. So when you look at it and you say, hey, look, adapt or die type of situation. Oh, where stop. Let's create some opportunity well, to generate more interest Asia, with meaningful Asia, games. AJ, let me ask you this. Who was the first yeah. team that the Islanders beat for the Cup? They beat the Flyers. Yeah, like how cool is that? The the Islanders played played the Flyers for the Stanley Cup. You have yep. you know the Rangers against the Canadians. You have yep. uh, Boston yep. versus you know Philadelphia. Whatever. Like I yep. love that. You know that's why in the NBA go one to sixteen. Like I want to see Golden State and Houston play for the NBA championship if they're the two best teams. Hey, if it's the exactly. Yankees and hey, Red Dennis, Sox, that's I exactly right. At, Evan Dennis hit on it. When you have the two best teams and they're at the end. And especially, uh, you know, two good markets, that's obviously a part of it. I hate mm -hmm. to say it, but that's the truth. I mean, you might hate that, but you, you know it's true. You have the two best teams that also have to be, happen to be big market teams. You got yourself, a, you know, a monster match. Well, a couple that's of, couple of responses to that. Number one, the NBA and the NHL are different, like I've already explained. I agree with you about the NBA. I'd go one through 16. I've always said that. I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be great that there's a potential of a Nets Knicks NBA finals or a Lakers Clippers NBA mm. finals. But again, the Don't NBA, the, I'm not because the Knicks will be in the lottery <laughs> for the next 30 years. Oh, but, but the, the history of the NBA in the NHL doesn't have that same separation that the NL and the AL has. That's number one. Number two, because mm -hmm. I want to combat the whole big market thing. What's the mm -hmm. highest rated World Series of all time? Do you know the answer? Uh, no, I don't. If I'm not mistaken, these two World Series are the two highest rated World Series. Go ahead. The Philadelphia Phillies against the Kansas City Royals in 1980. The Minnesota Twins against the Atlanta Braves in 1991. I don't think we would be waxing poetic about those markets. No, I just think that that was a different time as well. I think you have to look at it and look at it from the standpoint of the baseball is different. It was different then. The all-star games are probably higher rated than they were now. Um, there are just a lot of things that have changed over the course of time. It's hard to really compare 1991 against 2019. It just it's hard. No, to no, do that. I, I'm not. And I and I get that. I just think that there are different ways for baseball to jump into the new era to appeal to more common fans than the right. cheap, cheap trick of blurring ALNL lines and putting the Yankees, Red Sox, Mets and Phillies in the same division. There are cheap other ways that you're more good, creative cheap, cheap, to help the game than a cheap band, trick. Wasn't it that? Dennis, wasn't cheap trick a band back in the 70s? It was hey, listen, good. didn't I, didn't I, didn't I see you crying? No, absolutely. No, I think one of the things that, that is, is hurt by, um, with baseball now is that, you know, they're so precious with the, the footage. And, like, ESPN yeah. will show, like, once a week, they'll show uh, the Kirk Gibson game, whatever. What baseball should do now, more than any other time, is open up the archives. Like, I should be able to watch, you know, 1992 Mets if I wanted. I should be able to watch the 1976 World Series. 
I should be able to watch any of this stuff. It should be on Twitter and YouTube and, and TikTok or whatever. Like what baseball should be doing now, to your point, Evan, rather than holding it sacred in Cooperstown and, and, and sepia colors, put it all out there. Like on SNY, I was watching the 69 World Series game one for the first time in God knows how, God knows how long. It was in black and white. Like, I'm like, oh, this is the coolest thing. The Seavers on the mound, they're in Baltimore. It was amazing. Baseball has so much history and so much positive. And you want to ruin negative. it. And you guys so want to ruin it. That's what you want to do. You want to ruin all that great history you're talking about. Can I ask you a question, Evan? Evan, let me, let me just ask you this, okay? Yeah. Seriously, we, we all love baseball. I mean, there's nothing... I love it that. more than you guys, clearly, but okay. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyway, what I would say is this. We started loving baseball. Baseball was probably the number one sport when we've all started loving baseball. Yeah. Okay. You see all these other sports that are constantly making these changes or passing them by, you know, again, baseball is probably the number, I would say the number two, maybe three sport at times. If you're going to live with that, you know, especially with the, like I said, I keep saying, but it's true. It's a six month season and a lot of games are meaningless you're going to consistently have games in June, July, and August that nobody's going to give a damn about. Yeah, but you, so, you're you're you talking about baseball's current state, which is fair. I'm not even disputing that, and acting like this is the elixir that this fixes it is I a don't con. Know if it fixes it. No, I know I it think, doesn't. I'm telling. How would it fix it? Because the Mets and the Yankees are in the same division. It's not true. Baseball's got problems. I'm not going to deny that. We could do a whole different podcast about that. It's a different show. Yeah. But waving the wand of radical realignment as if that fixes everything is absolute BS. And you guys deep down know it. But you're in this trance now of trying to argue your point <laughs> that you'll go even further with it. And, and let me ask I you think, this. Let me ask you guys yeah. this. And I know you could say, ah, it's different, it's different, it's different. I have said the NBA and the NHL don't have this kind of history when it comes to different leagues. The NFL does. Do you want a Jet Giant Eagle Patriot division? I mean, I wouldn't. Listen, as far as I'm concerned, with seeing so much change in sports, in life, I don't think I would say no to that stuff. Because oh. For me, I listen, I don't care. Like when somebody tells me you must be jealous, I am jealous of the Giants, but I don't have any hatred to them. Zero. The games, if they ever do play, unless it's, you know, something that's, you know, again, during the regular season, it's a different story. But, you know, there are a lot of times I can care less if the Giants are winning or losing. I don't care. It means nothing to me. Wouldn't you like to see two teams, especially in this town or think of another town that has a rivalry with some other team, but you would create so much more excitement. On top of the, the season itself is already condensed and every game matters so much. You'd have two teams battling it out for something, you know. For All right, I'll give you I'll spot. give you credit for this. You're not a hypocrite. Dennis, would you want to do that in the NFL? No. Okay, so you are a hypocrite. I am a hypocrite, yeah. <laughs> why, would you do, I, I, why would you not want to do it in the NFL? Why are you against a giant you, jet you know, Eagle Patriot you, division? I'm not against If they went that way, that's fine. But, like, you know, in the – and the AFC East, again, I'm a Jet fan, you know, playing the Patriots twice a year and playing the Bills twice a year and playing the Dolphins twice a year uh, for the last 30 years of being a, a Jet fan, you know, there are, you know, a lot of bad memories, uh, a lot of bad memories, a few good memories. Uh, but, you know, uh, the, the, the Monday Night Miracle, the, you know, the, the Marino Oh, Joe, Dennis, Dennis, uh, Dennis, you're walking yourself into a problem here. 
I know the history. What about the history of Mets Braves that you're eliminating? What about that? The history of Mets Nationals you may now be eliminating. What about that? Maybe even the weird history between the Mets and Marlins, them shoving up our ass the final day of the year in 07 and 08. What no, about it's, that? It's What's different. the difference? That's a, that's a false equivalency. Why? It's not, it's not the same. What? It's, and it's I would similar, also say, let, let me... No, no, let no. no let Dennis also. finish his point. Why is it not the same? Mm. Because it's not. there aren't those same moments. Like It's been 15 years of the Washington Nationals. I don't feel the same way about them, about the Expos, about Miami, about... Even really the Phillies and Braves to a certain extent. Like there are some moments, but in the NFL, it, it, those divisions are so, uh, those games are so important to your your season. Where in the in Major League Baseball, outside of those, you know, the the classes in 07 and 08, there are very few regular season games that I look back on and I'm like, you know what, the Braves really got us there, or the the Nationals really got us there. In the NFL, those games are so sacred. They're so important. They're indelible moments. So I think I'm a little more fluid with it. Year after year. Yeah, Yeah. that's really what it comes down to, yeah. Yeah, and I also think think the NFL, when you look at it, Joe Namath, obviously, when he won Super Bowl III, that changed the the whole idea of what the NFL, with the AFL coming over. And there's still those people, like you're talking about historians or purists in baseball. There are people that would still look at, you know, the Jets, very differently than they look at the Giants or some of the other teams like Green Bay that's been there forever, obviously. It's a very different situation than baseball now because of interleague play and the less interest that it has now with the regular seasons. The NFL season is so much more exciting because it means more. each game means so much more. So that's why you have, you know, those those games that you're talking about, Dennis, in the in the division when the Jets play the Dolphins twice this year. You're going to be glued to the TV because both, well, actually mm-hmm. the Dolphins are supposed to be so improved and we're going to probably try to set the bar against them as opposed to the net, the Mets playing, you know, the Braves in April. Yeah. All right. It's the Braves, but who gives a damn about it? Right. I, I care. Mean, who really cares. I care. I mean, you care. You care. But in terms of the, the same thing, it's just different. It's very different. I, Obviously you can't compare the two. Two, two things before we end this, just uh, this horror show of you two actually buying this crap. <laughs> Number one, do you honestly think, Forget again, forget about 2020. I think we're all on board for whatever gives us baseball. I'm on board for anything. Sure. Do you think in the next 10 years, by the time 2030 rolls around, this is actually going to happen? Yeah, Dennis. Uh, I, no, I don't think so. Um, oh, okay. I, I, I think that you know certain things are going to happen. I think there's going to be changes in the playoffs. I think we're very close to the universal DH. I think uh-huh. you know a lot of uh, small changes. Are, I think we're going to lose the three batter rule because that's a disaster. You want to talk about disaster? The three batter rule for relievers—that's a disaster. Yeah, I think it's stupid. Um, I'm with you. So, so I mean, listen. I think that now more than any other time, uh, if we get games over the next couple of months, um, I don't care if it's the NBA doing a, a tournament for the 16 seed. I don't care, uh, you know, if it's hockey doing some different things. I don't care what. Try now is the time to try something different. I think people right. are so starved for content and starved for sports and normalcy, whatever it might be. Uh, try something different, and you know, I, I just don't think that this will happen. But you know what? It'd be fun, and I think at its core, I like the history and I like uh, you know uh, tradition. But I don't come to City Field. 50 times a year for tradition. I come because it's fun. Uh, and, and I don't, <laughs> you don't come for winning either. <laughs> no, you're, 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 
But, Set me up you there. know, for me, for me in this whole situation, again, I, I never, before this started coming out and Evan and I were texting about this, I honestly didn't even give a thought to the Mets and Yankees in the same division. I've always argued with Evan about the fact that I don't hate the Mets. I've taken my pot shots mm-hmm. of them, but I don't feel the rivalry anymore. And I told you this earlier, after 2000, the game's really didn't have the same meaning anymore. They played for the entire thing. They went to the World Series and competed for the for the entire thing, and that was it for me. After that, it's like, well, now what do the games in June and July really mean? So as far as I'm concerned, it's an opportunity to kind of rejuvenate the sport, uh, especially now, right? Everything is – I mean, I had a <laughs> – I was so desperate for something, I started binge-watching Sons of Anarchy, and I became a huge fan of the show, and – seven seasons of it in like two and a half weeks. I'm desperate for something to watch and sure. just like everybody else. Yeah. For me, it's like an opportunity to see if something could change for the better. I don't think it's going to happen long-term. Okay. I'd like to see it. I think it would generate a lot of interest. And I do think the long season, the long games, a lot of people tune out. And so a way to keep people's eyes peeled is you create more of a rivalry with certain teams and, pennant races and things of that nature, especially in big markets. I do think that's important. Whether or not it's going to happen, I don't think it will. I do think the universal DH is coming. Sorry, Evan. Nobody wants to see pitchers hitting anymore. Well, why would you? But, I hate those. Friends. Nobody wants to see. who. What are you like, master of polls? Have you asked everyone what they like to see? Or are you just expressing Did you like watching Chris you Dudley think? shoot free throws? What? Say that one more time. <laughs> Did you like watching Chris Dudley shoot free throws? <laughs> Did you enjoy that? That's the comparison you're making. It's actually pretty funny. I'm trying to think of a good retort to that. That's yeah, not. That's, I mean, but you know what? I, my argument for pitchers hitting is not that they're great hitters. So that's a stupid debate. It's that you know what? You're a freaking athlete. Learn how to hit. I mean, we don't let guys learn how to hit in the minor leagues because the rules. And Dennis said it. Every league has the DH. Well, that's part of the problem. You know, to bitch and say pitchers can't hit, they don't hit well because they don't get to do it. And that's where it's got to change. It's got to change from the bottom down, bottom up. Yeah, you got to change it too far down, though, because everybody's moving away from it. They're protecting pitchers even more these days. You're looking at the minor leagues and even lower than that. Look, look, the point is, I I understand the DH is probably coming. That doesn't mean I'm not going to fight it that doesn't mean i'm gonna let stupid <laughs> ignorant comments like everyone thinks some way well the majority How, the what, majority what, what of people poll have you it. seen that says that national I mean, league fans listen, like the pitcher hitting you're different off, keep your rules in your off, league but here's the thing you're what? creating more jobs for people right you're creating more opportunities oh my god what, 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 what yeah. are we running for office we're creating no, no, jobs I mean, you're, you're cre- i'm not here to create jobs look, that's not our job our job is to create freaking jobs Look at from this standpoint, okay? Like guys like Edgar Martinez, who everyone. Uh, I, I, I don't want to get into the DH debate, okay? You don't think well, this is I'm ever going to happen. The fact that I think you're creating more excitement with more offense, okay. more matchups that people want to see than seeing, you know, Marcus Stroman or you know whoever else that you have on your freaking team that swings the bat four times a game. I don't think people. Well, are you guys neutered CC Sabathia. Guy was a hell of a hitter. He comes to the American League. He's not allowed to do it anymore. So I mean, we know what happens. He comes to the American. He, he started in the American League, bro. Yeah, I know. He went back to the American League. He only spent a freaking half a season with the Milwaukee Brewers, and he was hitting the he ball all over the place. 
He hits an interleague. What's the difference? Oh, stop it. But, Once in a blue moon. But what does that oh, show you about athletes? Here's a guy in Carson Charles Sabathia, whole career with the Indians, comes to the Brewers for five seconds and reminded everybody, hey, pitchers can hit. But again, you get me off track. Uh, I personally, I think this could happen. I, I'm, I would say I'm about 70% sure it won't. But there's a part of me that thinks as we move on over the next decade in the new CBA, if baseball continues to struggle, they always like the cheap tricks. And I do think it's a cheap trick. I think interleague play was a cheap trick that never went away. I think Bud Selig thought in 1997, hey, I can get some extra people in the stands for a handful of games. And to your point, and I think you said this earlier, AJ, interleague play for the most part doesn't work. Okay, it works when the Yankees come to your town because you never get to see them. It works when the Red Sox come to your town because you never get to see them. But most interleague play matchups like the Seattle Mariners against the Pittsburgh Pirates, nobody gives a (laughs) crap about. And so it was a cheap trick. That's why I use that phrase, because I saw the way it was used in 1997. And unfortunately, it hasn't gone away. My last question. And then we got to end this okay. stupid podcast. I'm sorry, Dennis. Did you have something else to add? I apologize. Well, I was going to say it doesn't matter for intro-league play. Like when the Pirates come to town or the, the Reds or the Rockies. Do I care about that? I mean, like, I don't know what point you're trying to make with that. My point is yeah. they, they changed. Yeah. I'll tell you why. They changed the <laughs> fabric of the game in a major, major way. You had the separation of two leagues, and they did it. In a money-grabbing way. They did it because they thought, hey, Mets-Yankees will draw a lot of people. I'm not saying you've got to care about the Rockies coming to play the Mets, but that didn't infringe on the fabric of the game where you've got, well, they use the DH and we don't use the DH. And, you know, that's what I mean by that. It's not trying to tell you that you're excited for Mets-Pirates. No, I just think this is, I think this is just a geeky way to mask exactly the issue, which is like, I keep coming back to it. You're scared shitless of playing the Yankees 15 <laughs> times a year. Simple as that. I don't think there's anything other than you understand what it could mean to your summer having to face the big, bad bombers 15 times. That's it. And I, I, I understand that you're a traditional. Why? And why? I excuse me. Why would I admit, like I said earlier, yeah, I, I'm of course I'm scared of the Yankees. I'm not an idiot. I know the history. I know the Yankees mm-hmm. are far better and they're far better run. And yeah, the stress of those games. I've already admitted that. But that's number two. Number one is my hard-headedness of love of tradition. It's the same reason why I'll argue with you about the DH. It's the same reason why I would want to abolish interleague play. So obviously I'm consistent in my, I get you want to call it geeky, call it geeky. My obsession with tradition. Any other sport? Would you call yourself a traditionalist? Yes, NFL. The NBA. No, the NFL. How about the NBA? Well, I would ask you this: What tradition are you asking me about? Because the alignments have never had a tradition. Like I mentioned, that as much. I'm not even talking necessarily about the alignment, but how about the style of play and what you're seeing today from guys? The way the three point shot has become the biggest and most important shot I'll tell you why I'll tell you why there there isn't really truly tradition in the NBA as much as you want may want to frame it you're referring to the way the game was played in the late 80s and the early 90s and you're right Right. and and it's certainly a valid opinion to say hey that game is far better but what about the game of the 70s and the game of the 60s and the game of the 50s the NBA's history is not as long as Major League Baseball the evolution of the NBA occurred in a very quick way. I mean, the three-point shot wasn't even instituted until 1980. The shot clock came in, I think, in the late 50s. 
There were yeah. so many things about basketball sure. that evolved in such a quick way that when that's why I followed up when you said traditionalist in the NBA, just because you grew up with something does that does not make that the tradition. You know well, what I, mean? I think in terms of everybody who learned how to play the game of basketball and the way game is, the game is played today, right? For me, and I'm going to be perfectly honest, I will always watch the NBA. I'll always watch the Knicks. The Knicks have sucked for the most part of the last 20-plus years. I still watch. But in terms of the viewing situation, how I, how I watch these games, it's not nearly as enjoyable to me because there's less – of that element that I grew up enjoying I, again, but you're getting, you know, you're not, but you defense, asked a question about sure, tradition. No, 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 but I'm saying, you're talking well, about yourself is, and what you like no, no, and what no, you I grew up with. Most people, I think most people will look at this and say, you grew up watching or learning how to play the game. I love Steph Curry. Steph Curry is one of the most unselfish superstars. He takes a lot of crazy shots. Yeah. But the way he plays is very different than let's say a James Harden who tries to flop, he steps back, he hands, throws these crazy shots, tries to draw fouls all the time. That's not nearly as enjoyable to me. Okay, but again, you're, like you're missing of, the entire point. The, no. the whole podcast is about the tradition of leagues. So it isn't about the way the game is played. They used to have the spitball in Major League Baseball back in 1918. There used to be a dead ball era. They used to not have a DH. The mound was a different size. You know, Dennis alluded to this earlier, the changes in baseball. So when you talk about mm -hmm. style of play, the style of baseball has sure. changed. But that's not what we're talking about. The NBA oh. and the NHL doesn't have the divisions and conference tradition that the NFL and baseball has. No, so yes, don't. I would be dead set against any combining of the AFC and the NFC, just like I am dead set against any combining of the National League and the American League. And we will leave it at that. You two guys did a great job as wrong as you were. And I appreciate <laughs> that because it takes a lot of guts to go do a podcast for an hour and 20 minutes arguing something that you know you are wrong about. This is an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> yeah. not like I got anything else to do. <laughs> it's called More exciting than watching my son play PS4 right now, I can tell you that. <laughs> this is called quarantine time, baby. <laughs> uh, Dennis, you could follow him at DHAB Show. AJ, you could follow him at Juice33NYC. I appreciate you partaking in this little discussion. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.